This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 412 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our sponsors this week are Horselovers.com and you, our auditors. Auditor Joy Orr joins us as a listener of the week, and it gets a little cheesy in here. Plus, the Horselovers.com Tack and Habit Review of the Week is the Gatsby Premium Adjustable Triple Stitched Halter. Listen in. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. They'll bring you the news through hell, hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. Sit on down and laugh till your poop Cause it's time again for Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop This is Glenn Geek, and you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Well, welcome, everybody. Helena is off this week. She actually got called out by a client and had kind of an emergency session to do today. So uh, she'll be back here again next week, as usual. So you just have me today, and we're going to keep the show kind of short. I did get some help from Coach Jen over at the Horse Tip Daily Show. Stopped by to help with the interviews, so you'll hear her popping in here a little bit later. And we're going to start the show today with our Listener of the Week in our Year of the Listener. And this week, we have Auditor Joy Orr. So let's take a listen. It is the Year of the Listener. And now, our Stable Scoop Listener of the Week. Well, we are here with Joy Orr, who is our listener of the week, and we're so excited to have her along for the ride, all the way from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Hey, Joy. Hi. (laughs) So good to have you on board. Now, are you on a break from work? I am. It's a lovely break, too. And what do you do? (laughs) Um, I work for Domino's Pizza and our procurement team for supply chain. We talked about this, you and I, before, and I I thought it was so cool. that We talked about the gluten-free pizza because I love Domino's gluten-free pizza. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we handle all the purchasing of all the ingredients and everything. Are you allowed to tell us how much cheese they buy in a year? I can tell you last year's figures. Uh, Uh, You won't get in trouble? (laughs) I will not because I tell all our new hires, too. (laughs) (laughs) So it was over 150 billion pounds. What? A million pounds, sorry. 150 yeah, million, million pounds, pounds of cheese? Wow. Doesn't it make you wonder that there's even that much made in the world? Right? <laughs> it just kind of puts them in perspective a little bit. Oh, now this is fun. Do you have some of the other numbers? Do you have, like, the number of pepperonis or... Uh, uh... I believe pepperoni was around 78 million. How many of those mixing it up? How many of those little <laughs> plastic thingies that go in the middle of the box so the cheese doesn't get on the te- pizza box top? Did you get? <laughs> Tons of those. I don't I have those figures, <laughs> unfortunately, but uh, a lot. <laughs> well, that's got to be a. Is it an interesting job? Is it good? What? It is. It's, it's actually pretty ironic because I'm not a pizza eater, but pizza allows me to have horses. 
Yes, <laughs> so this is important. It's one of those ironic things. But it is interesting to kind of see how it goes from just the ingredient shopping all the way to someone's doorstep. So it's, it is kind of fascinating to see the whole process. Now, is Ann Arbor the home of the, the national headquarters for? It is. Uh, the first Domino's Pizza was in Ypsilanti, Michigan, which is just one city over. So it started in Michigan. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Who knew? And now, do you uh, have you always lived in Ann Arbor or just moved there or what? Um, I moved here for college five years ago. So I moved here in 2011, which is kind of insane to think about. But I actually grew up in um, Hartford, Michigan, which is on the other side of the state. Let me guess. University of Michigan. No, because I'm a Spartan fan. I actually went to a small uh, community college, uh, private school here. Do they even let you? You're not allowed to like wear that logo around town, are you? Uh. Um, I do when Michigan plays Michigan State, (laughs) just to cause trouble. (laughs) That would. You're lucky you don't get beat up. (laughs) I don't think they're allowed to beat up girls here. I think they're (laughs) supposed to be classy or something. Oh, got it, got it. (laughs) Now, uh, are you married or uh, dating or what? I am not. I am dating. I have a very awesome boyfriend I've been with for a year and a half now. And uh, he's a horse hubby in training, I like to call it. <laughs> no pressure, dude. No pressure. He I, loves it, though. Really? He absolutely loves coming to the barn. Yeah. He doesn't really ride too much yet. He has a few times. But he just likes to come and hang out and do groundwork with them. So Does he clean stalls? But he's a, he, he doesn't because we have a boarding barn. Oh, so like you aren't training him. You haven't even started out. training him yet. He's got a long way you to know. go. It is funny watching him try to handle the training horse. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so is it, well, it's been a year and a half, so the novelty hasn't worn out, mm-hmm. and he's still coming out to the barn. Yeah, still coming out to the barn. So he's very supportive of it. And he has his expensive hobby as well. So he can't really get after me about mine. Oh, what's his? <laughs> what's his? I have to know. He builds, he builds kayaks. Oh, really? That's not yeah, something I've ever heard he, somebody doing before. Yeah, he actually started building them in his first apartment, a 500 square foot apartment, and built a 16 foot kayak <laughs> out of wood that he picked up at Home Depot. <laughs> How do you get it through the door? <laughs> I don't know. It was really impressive watching him pull it out in his back window. That was a big one. <laughs> That's funny. Does he like pizza? He does. Yeah. Does he, uh, he likes every. He's not a picky eater. I'm the picky eater. <laughs> uh, got it. All right. So we'll get back to horses. How did you start with horses? Uh, my parents had them, so I was kind of born into it. Um, let's see, we had eleven horses when I came into the picture. Wow. And then that that grew to around 16. And then we had a couple more at my grandma's farm, too. So I think we capped out around 20. Wow. How many horses we had. Wow, that's a lot of horses. <laughs> that's a teenage girl's dream. Yeah. You'd think so until they're like, we're not going to hire someone to help out. So <laughs> yeah. get to it. <laughs> Why do you think we had you? <laughs> exactly. It was free labor. <laughs> That's funny. Look at all that work ethic ethic you developed. 
That's true. It did. It kept me out of trouble. That's the big thing. So I'll keep horses for when I have kids for the same reason. That's ethical. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have time to get in trouble with all those horses. So what were they doing? What kind of horses and what were they doing with them? Uh, it's kind of a mix of things. My mom likes them for pleasure. Um, her dad rode horses. Um, he used to go like fox hunting and stuff like that. And um, he had so many dogs too. I think there's like I want to say there was 10 hunting dogs he would keep in the kennel. Um, And then my dad was more into breeding. And my mom liked English. My dad liked Western. So I was kind of exposed to everything at one time. And then I ended up doing dressage, which neither of them do or understand. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Of course. Now, you have a collection of horses now, but they Uh don't seem like they would be dressage horses by the breed. Nope, only one of them actually goes her size. She, well, sport horse under saddle in the Arabian world, but it's dressage based. And you have three um, Arabians? I have two Arabians and an Arabian paint cross. An Arabian paint cross? My Palomino is technically a Pinto. Ah, is it a colorful Arabian? She's, well, she's. A Palomino, but her socks are high enough where they're considering her Pinto. Her dad was a Palomino paint quarter horse. There's a lot um, going on so there. Just, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a mess. <laughs> it's fun registering her. He's diverse. Um, what, do you have three registries? Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's half Arab, uh, Palomino, and then Pinto as well. So she's triple registered. Wow. So what do you do with your horses now? Um, so my Black Arabian's my dressage prospect, and she's going to have her first show next month. I'm really excited for it. Um, she's been facing some shoulder issues due to a farrier incident. I won't get into it because I'll get a little bit peeved. Okay, <laughs> we won't get into it. <laughs> uh, yeah, she, uh, so she's been coming off of that, and uh, she'll have her first show in August. Um, my other... Arabian. Her name is Penny. She uh, she's basically semi-retired. I've had her since I was five years old, so she's going to be 24 this year. Um, but she just kind of hangs out now, and she's really good for like little kids who come to the bar, and we use her for camp and stuff like that. And um, like my boyfriend will ride her. Um, she's she's the easy one. That's the best way to say it. You can pretty much do anything to that horse. I say you have to try to fall off of that horse. (laughs) Um, And then my Palomino is just now becoming green broke. uh, She's older. She's 15. But she had a really traumatic training experience as a two-year-old. The trainer was very set on making her a rainer from the beginning in the first 30 days and was very aggressive with her. And she came back. Um, very injured, um, almost tore a ligament in her shoulder. Turned out just to be a really bad strain, but um, that left her lame for a couple of years. And then she stopped trusting people completely. And um, I call her the glorified Mustang <laughs> because she just hadn't been handled at all. She's your PTSD pony. She is. She is. How's it but going? She's, she's How- actually... Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. I'm actually really surprised. I call myself the novice horse trainer because I've never done this before and I have almost no help with it. <laughs> so it's a lot of trial and error. 
but it's been really good. It's helped me grow a lot as an equestrian and just understanding the psychology of them. Um, and it's, it was surprising trying to get her to lunge the very first week and she didn't even know how to go in a circle. She's just like, what are you talking about? What? <laughs> and she just standing look there at looking the at you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, so I would have to take her in like small circles and walk with her. And then I kind of did like this yo-yo thing with the lunge line. Cause we weren't even close to getting a bit in her mouth. Cause I found out she'd never been floated. So I was waiting on the dentist the first month. Um, mm. I didn't want her to have a traumatic experience with a bit because it hurt. Um, So we were using a lunge line because I didn't have a round pen, which is so hard to do (laughs) to train a horse without a round pen. Um, And we would just kind of yo-yo back and forth until she kind of picked up on the cues. Now she knows verbal commands for all the transitions and she's really grown to trust me more. There are days, um, I call it a little dragon because she kind of has these moments where she acts like a fire breathing dragon. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what mare doesn't? Yeah, exactly. You'd think my chestnut mare would be, you know, crazy. And no, it's the Palomino, the one with the sweetest face. It's actually secretly evil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's, it's going well. I actually, uh, I sat on her for the first time on Saturday and she handled it really well. Um, she also had a saddle on for the first time yesterday. Well, it sounds like you're doing what you need well. to do, and that's be very, very patient. Patience is going to be the yeah, key there. Yeah, yeah. I, I just kind of—I've been waiting to see when she lets me know I'm ready for something new. She's very intelligent. Um, well, those are the ones that get you in trouble. She <laughs> that's yeah. She's probably the smartest out of the three, and it, it scares me. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it's it's going well. It's a good experience. Well, it does sound like you're doing it correctly, which is take your time and mm-hmm. be patient. She's already had the uh, crash course in uh, stu- stupid training. So, you know, now. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, a lot of love, a lot of patience. And her first horse show will be Labor Day. Even if it's just a halter class, it'll be just to get her out there and see how she reacts to everything. I'm not even worried if we don't make it into the arena. I just want to see what she'll do. Um. And, and that's going to be her first kind of big exam, I guess. Now, where you live in Michigan, is it a real horsey area? or Surprisingly, you wouldn't think that with Ann Arbor because it's known for U of M being a medical school and engineering school. And But if you move just like five miles, no matter which way you go, the city, it's all horse farms. Really? And everybody, everybody so rides odd. three it's, months it's a most, year. <laughs> it's the most eclectic place I've ever been in my life. <laughs> as i said everybody rides three months a year and then uh, exactly. you freeze the rest of the time what we i'm very thankful for indoor arenas <laughs> i bet <laughs> you'd almost have to have one up there to really get any riding in at all mm-hmm. in the winter now you said that you had uh we ask always ask where's the most adventurous place you've ever ridden and uh mm-hmm. you said that you got to ride a percheron yeah, so I never really traveled so much with riding because we had the horse farm, so I stayed put to help out. But I did a fundraiser for St. Jude's Children's Hospital back in, I want to say it was 2008. Um, but I took my uh, trainer's green horse, who's a 17-3 Pertron Thoroughbred Cross, on a four-hour trail ride. Oh, and you and, uh, walked you walked like a cowboy exciting. you walked like a cowboy for about three days after 
Oh my gosh! And I was in a dressage saddle too of all uh. godforsaken things at the time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was an adventure. Um, a lot of people. Cause it, I grew up in quarter horse country. Even having Arabs isolated me. So coming out with all of these people with their pates and quarter horses, and they have to look up to see me on the seventeenth. Like, what is she doing out here? <laughs> Fun though, aren't they? But, the drafts. They are. I loved her. She was a great horse. And for only being, she was six years old when we did that. She was great the whole time. She really enjoyed it. We always said it's like riding a recliner. It is. I called her the lazy boy sofa. Exactly. That's what it's like. It's like riding a recliner. (laughs) Yeah. So it was a a lot of fun. I think if more people had an experience with draft horses more that are trail riders, more people would consider having draft horses. Um, exactly. I, yeah. They're just big, lovable giants. Yep, that's right. Now feeding them is expensive. That's another thing. That's a well, everything, <laughs> everything, because it's all pretty much tripled the amount of stuff you feed. Exactly. So. Well, now tell me, how'd you hear about uh, Horse Radio Network in the first place? Um. Well, I was at work, and my first job was pretty boring. I worked in a legal office, and I just filed documents all day and I had heard about podcasting well I need something to help I was looking at first for like a podcast that maybe gave riding tips so when I was in the arena just practicing I could pick up something um and that's kind of where I stumbled on it and you guys were hilarious I ended up listening to that since the very first episode all the way back oh really Um, of what show yeah I um I started out with horses in the morning and, and you listened I kind to of every episode? Out. Yeah, even with the poor sound quality, I stuck through it. <laughs> God bless You're you. You're a strong woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we hated it too, but it was, you know, at that point, there was no other option. So it was like we had to. Uh, to do but it. It, was, it was entertaining and it was useful. And then that's kind of when I branched out and started listening to the other um, shows as well, like Stable Scoop. I love Horse Tip Daily because I find it very useful. There you um, go, Jennifer, some love. Yay! <laughs> and I started listening to the uh, Western Marketing. Or, oh, or the, the Marketing Radio Show? Marketing. Yeah. yeah, I've only heard a couple episodes so far, but I like it. It's entertaining. To, it's, it's something different, too. It's very businessy. Oh. It's it, it, it's yeah. you know if you're really into business and marketing and in that world, even if you're not into rodeo marketing, I mean they really everything they talk about applies to any marketing. Exactly. Uh, so yeah. it's that's interesting. So I pretty much listen to just about everything. Surprisingly, not the dressage radio <laughs> show, but I think I think you have to be doing it. <laughs> To, uh, well, really they get pretty deep dressage. into dressage. I mean, they get really deep into training. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. still at training level. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit over my head right now. <laughs> well, I only understand about a tenth of what they say. So I, I, I'm with you. I get it. But you know what? They're really good at dressage. <laughs> I just uh, They are. Uh, I have a lot of respect for them, that's for sure. All right. It's time, Jennifer, to do the rapid-fire questions. So, Jennifer, you're going to have to play Helena's part and ask right. the questions. I will be Helena, and I, that means I'll have to mess up a lot, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> All right, Joy. <laughs> are you ready? All right. I guess so. Who guess so. <laughs> what is your favorite food? Oh, gosh. Uh... Favorite food? That's so hard. I like a lot. Probably. 
I can say cream. pizza even if you don't <laughs> eat it. It's yeah, your favorite. Like oh, <laughs> I think ice cream. Yeah, I'm with cherries. Yes. I love cherries. Cherry ice cream. Cherry ice cream. There it is. Her favorite food. All right. <laughs> what is your least favorite food? Oh, cashews. They're gross. <laughs> <laughs> That's a first. Candy cashews. That's funny. Do you eat walnuts? I do. I eat just about every other nut, but I will not eat cashews <laughs> or cashew milk. All gross. That's funny. There we go. I like a woman who knows her, her needs. What is your biggest equestrian pet peeve? Harsh riders. Anyone who uses a lot of rain or kicks their horse. Kind of just want to throw them off. <laughs> There you go. I secretly you, hope the horse will buck. You're, you're getting that channeled to you from your little palomino There's the hair. city girl yeah. coming out in her there. Do you have a favorite professional or celebrity equestrian? And if so, who are they? I think Georgina Bloomberg, but that's because I secretly want to be her. Well, who doesn't, right? Do you secretly want to be her or secretly want to have her money? No, I want to be her, and her child's adorable. Okay. They're just the cutest family in the world. Okay. <laughs> and have her money. And it, well, that's it. It all comes together. It would make it easier, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what career, other than one with horses, would you like to try? I like to try. I think I'd really like to be a veterinarian. Ooh, you're brave. Cool. Wow, that's a tough one. What is the most terrifying you have thing you have ever done with or without a horse? And would you do it again? Oh, actually, I think getting back on a horse after a really bad accident, that was probably the most terrifying thing I've ever done. So, and, and, and I would definitely of, do it again. There's a lot of people <laughs> in the audience that would agree with you on that one. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> All right. If you could have just one superhero superhero power, what would it be? Invisibility. I, oh. I'm with you on that one. And not just to go into the girls' locker room either. But oh, there's Glenn, I probably really? would avoid that one. <laughs> there's some things you just don't want to see. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Glenn's, Glenn's having flashbacks to when yeah, he was 12. To, to, um, to my 16-year-old days, yeah. Yeah. If your horse could speak, what single question would you want him or her to answer for you? If there was anything we could do, just one thing, what would it be? But I would it. want to see what my horse would want to do for fun. Oh, there you oh, go. That's oh, that's, that's interesting. Like eat pizza? No. Like, <laughs> yeah, they probably be like, let's just eat grass all day. Yeah, that's <laughs> a, yeah, it's, it's going to be a very simple answer. It would be, yeah. it would be very disappointing. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking the same thing. Whatever yeah. answer it was, it would be disappointing. They're, yeah. they're not going to say, "I want to go to the plains of the Serengeti," and you know. See. I would hope they'd want to go to the zoo. I would love to take a horse to the zoo, but <laughs> and yeah, I don't think I that's going to be the answer either. Say. There's kind of things that eat horses at the zoo, so I don't think they're really going to want to go there either. Yeah, I think your answer is right. I think they're pretty much say just leave me the hell alone so i can eat grass at all least day. she would be happy and then the next day we would do a bunch of stuff she probably doesn't want to do so <laughs> it's it's kind of fair that's right <laughs> well joy it's been a joy thank you so much for uh joining us today we really appreciate it thank you for having me and thank you for being an auditor too oh no problem thanks for putting on an awesome show you guys have a great day 
Well, our sponsor this week, as it is every week this year, is horselovers.com. We kind of get used to the websites that we shop at, especially with tack and with horse-related things. You have one that you've been going to or two that you've been going to all your life, and you, you don't look around much because it's just easier to go to them. Well, I am asking you the next time you go to buy anything that you check out horselovers.com. First of all, your pocketbook might appreciate it, and they're always having specials and deals on different things. They carry one of the largest selections of tack and clothing and horse supplies that you're going to find anywhere on the internet. And the prices that just can't be beat. Ariat, Devonair, Kensington, Perry, Shires, Noble Outfitters, and the list just goes on and on and on. So stop on over there right now at horselovers.com and you'll find deals that you can't find anyplace else. Horselovers.com. Next up is our Tack and Habit Product of the Week. Well, Jessica Troop is doing our horselovers.com tack and habit segment today, and she's reviewing the product for us. And she is reviewing a Gatsby Premium Adjustable Triple Stitched Halter, which is a lot of words for a halter. Hey, Jessica. Hello. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for doing this, for being an auditor. And, of course, the auditors are doing all the product reviews this year, so that's kind of fun. And you ended up with this halter. Now, tell us first about the horse you put it on. So I have a 16-3 hand uh, OTTB, um, and he's kind of got a big head for <laughs> for a thoroughbred. Some of I feel, them I feel it there. This. I got the same problem. Yeah. Yes. So sometimes he has to wear warm blood size stuff and sometimes not. So, um yeah, but he's uh, he's awesome, and he was very excited to try this as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he was. So now tell us, all right, so tell us what you thought of the quality and how it worked out, because this is triple stitch. This is like super duper. So when I opened the bag, um, I wasn't really sure what to expect, and when it came out, um, the leather was amazingly soft. I, I've bought, you know, bridles and all kinds of things on the Internet, and sometimes they don't always come soft and you have to soften them yourself. And this one felt really great. The stitching was beautiful. Um, I was actually, I showed, I, I showed it to my husband and I was like, I need a belt with this stitching pattern on it. Cause it was just so pretty. Um, and I compared, I went on the website and because some of the things that come up are, you know, well, how does the color compare to what you see on the internet? And it was, I would say very, uh, similar or what you would expect when you see it on a picture of it on the internet. And it's very pretty. It's a nice dark brown Havana, um, which is my favorite color for all of my tack. So it matched very nicely, which I liked. Um, but what also I really liked is the brass hardware. Um, the little clips, sometimes those can be really annoying. You know, the ones that go um, around and clip on the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them just aren't, you know, aren't really that great. This one was fantastic, very smooth, doesn't get sticky or anything like that. Um, very easy to use. Um, and of course, since it is real brass hardware, um, you don't have to worry about it kind of 
not working so well over time, um, which I've had plenty of, you know, the cheaper halters where stuff kind of, you know, the, they'll put like a plating on it or something and it chips off and everything. But with brass, it obviously doesn't do that. Um, so I, I was really surprised to see that. Um, and I have to say, um, since I did go online and look at what the price was, you know, and for the quality of the halter that I received, um, I think that this is, would be worth way more, you know, in a, you know, on some of these other halters that they sell for, you know, like a lot more, I would compare it to that type of quality. Cause this um, one's only forty two ninety nine at uh, horse lovers. Yeah. Yeah. So this yeah, is a good value yeah, for, you, actually, for what you're getting. There. You can pay a hundred dollars for I, a halter like that. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that this would easily compare with the hundred dollar halters. Um, and I've actually owned. I went to a tax store years ago and bought a leather halter just you know off the shelf for about that price. And I'll just tell you the leather quality was not the same <laughs> at all. Um, so this is, this one goes above and beyond. Um, one other thing I'll mention yeah. is just that the the, the um, strap that goes around the nose, the the under part of it, you can mm-hmm. adjust. So chin part, yeah. That the um, that's really nice that you can adjust the sizing there too, because it's really annoying sometimes when you have a halter and it just like hangs down way too low. Um, so you can fit it the way that you want it fitted to your horse, which is very nice. And this has the rolled uh, neck strap too, right? That's the throat piece. Throat, throat yeah. strap, right? Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the rolled throat strap is is also a very well made, and um, it looks very nice. And um, Apache says it's very comfortable. <laughs> so this is Apache approved. <laughs> yes, it is Apache approved. <laughs> well, there you go. You heard it from uh, Jessica. And is, now, is this become his everyday halter or his go away halter? Um, this is his fancy go to shows halter, although lately because I've been obsessed with it, I've been using it for um just about, you know, taking him in and out of the field and well you um, know what, for that price well. you can just buy him another one that go away. Have two. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I do want to get him a little nameplate to go on it. Oh, there, there you, you go. go. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Well, that's great. Thank you, Jessica, so much for doing this. If you would like uh, one of these Gatsby Premium Adjustable Triple Stitched Halters, you can find them at horselovers.com. Just search for Gatsby Triple Stitched, and it'll come up. Or And we'll put a link in our show notes at stablescoop.com, and we'll also put a link over on our Facebook page. Just search for Stable Scoop Radio Show. Thanks, Jessica. And oh, by the way, thank you for being an auditor. And I noticed something cool. You got to go. You were at a show and met up with one of the other auditors you didn't know before. I did. We we were at the um, Great Meadows International. It had the U.S. Olympic team was there along with Canada, um, Puerto Rico, and Great Britain. So I met up with Lindsay Helmuth. I yep. hope I'm saying your yep, last name right. correctly because yep. we. <laughs> um, yeah. So we met up and. Um, that was that was really awesome. Cell phone signal was a little questionable, so um, you know we kept trying, you know, playing phone tag there for a little while. But yeah, it was great. Good cool. to see auditors in real life. And you know, really I don't know if she brought it up or if you remember, but Lindsay was the big winner of the thousand dollars in prizes at the Radiothon. I do remember that. Yeah, I, so she, she probably doesn't bring it up with other auditors. No, because they would all be piss jealous. Them off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, she was uh, she was our big winner at the Radiothon. And I, the only reason I thought of that is we're now in preparations for this year's Radiothon coming up. So uh, so I was looking at the website, and I went, oh, Lindsay's the one that did that. I'm so excited that you guys are getting together. That's starting to happen more often now with the auditors meeting up with each other. So I'm, I'm so excited. That's kind of fun. It is a lot of fun. And hopefully lots of them are going to Rolex uh next year because i have finally made plans to yay, do it yay we get to see you yes terrific so that'll be that'll be terrific it's only like a year away yeah i know <laughs> but we can get excited now you always get excited for rolex well again thank you so much for that and uh we really appreciate you as a listener awesome well thank you so much love all of the shows well, if you would like more information on becoming an auditor, just stop by our website at stablescoop.com. There's a big banner in the middle of the page. For as little as a dollar a month, you too can get perks like testing our products and uh, and the blooper reel and many other things that auditors get. So check it out at just uh, to our website at stablescoop.com and click on the auditor banner in the middle of the page. And of course, we have 10 other shows on the Horse Radio Network. You can find them all at horseradionetwork.com. Com or on our app. It's the easiest way to listen to the shows. Just uh, go to your app store, iOS or Android, Apple or Android, and just search for Horse Radio Network. It's free, and it's super easy to use. That's it for now, everybody. We'll be back again next week with another Stable Scoop radio show. Until then, happy scooping. <laughs>